Hey, Patrick, how you doing? Okay, we're on? We are on. It just started. That was easy. That's so easy. So, wanted to talk briefly about your, your, so this is going to be a coach's call. This is going to be an interesting call, everybody. What's going on in our worlds? A couple people had commented to me, hey, it's super cool. Like, it sounds like Patrick's more involved in your coaching this year and kind of what's up with that. And I really decided that I, it's really hard to self-coach. Um, Patrick, you're going to have to be careful with those noises. Um, it's really hard to stay focused. And this is a perfect example of this past block of training where we were getting ready for Joe Martin and went through some VO2 max work because really threshold is more my bread and butter and VO2 max is where I struggle. And we needed to just make sure that was honed in for a hard, really long weekend of racing. And, um, I sort of started, I don't know if cracking is necessarily the word, but like I definitely had to lean on a coach to be like, dude, I don't, I'm not able to complete every workout. Like I'm still getting good workouts from trying to do these intervals, but I'm not succeeding at all of them. And like, am I sucking right now? And like really needed somebody to be like, dude, you've been training a ton. Like you got to just push through this last week and rest your face off. And even when I like got to the rest week, like two days in, I'm like, I want to ride. And you're like, dude, no rest. And I don't know. What's your kind of viewpoint as the person not doing the pedaling, but more the coaching of like, you know, even as we know, I came out of the rest week and was sort of just stale as everybody always is. And I had to have that conversation with you of like, Brendan, you're not supposed to be flying today. Like the race was still a week away. And then yesterday I absolutely murdered my ride and was just like, you know, I'd be rolling into Joe Martin tomorrow, like just ready to smash. And I'm like, so sad that this race isn't here, but at least we know we kind of like nailed the build up to it. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I guess the first thing, every athlete's different but me knowing you and i know you pretty well i know that you're kind of i would put you as an outlier in terms of your motivation and your your just consistency so you know you're 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 like the perfect athlete so that can be a flaw too uh, so when i when i'm working with anybody so, but in particular in your say situation that again, say that again. I do, we just lost you for a second Oh, okay. So I, I would say that, you know, you have to look at every athlete a little bit like a unique situation. So you're a super motivated athlete. You want to go 110% and that can be a strength, but it can also, you know, bite you. You know, if you, you're you're the guy who's going to want to ride too much on the rest week every single time. So, so that's, that's something that I always try to take into consideration when, when programming, um, but in, in regard to the, the buildup to Joe Martin, so, yeah, we, we worked on a bunch of new stuff, stuff that you had never done. Just wanted to get away from the threshold early season because another thing, like, what, with, what you like to do is, you know, you want to you hit the race hard and you want to attack it and attack it and attack it and, and really go for it like that. So that's built into your training 
kind of right away that's built into your style of riding so if we if we're hammering these like you know sweet spot efforts and long threshold efforts like early early in the year you're gonna you're gonna be the best at that early in the year i i want to wait longer closer to your event to be doing the stuff that you want to be doing in racing because that's you know that's that's building towards those race events instead of just hammering what you're good at early, early on. So we did some stuff that was totally doable. Which is, impor- which is, Im- which is important. And also I would just want to jump in to paint the full picture for someone listening to this, that like with some of my biggest goals being these long gravel races a few months out, the same thing, like if we're doing threshold and then racing and then just going back to threshold. Like there's that worry of, dude, all you're going to be doing is threshold. Like you're going to get tired of it. And you might just plateau yourself where all of a sudden, instead of railing a hundred to 105% efforts, you're like, I'm doing like 95 to 97. And are we splitting hairs? Yeah, but that's not threshold. And that's the difference between winning and losing. Like it's gotta be, there's gotta be some calculation in there of looking at the big picture. And I think that was the big change from last year when I was doing I just did too much sweet spot and too much threshold early. And that's something. Some early gravel yeah, and we went over that too. Like that's something we reviewed in December when we set these goals of you know get the power for, get the power up a little bit even better for gravel worlds. And you know we set some some really lofty threshold targets that we're getting awfully close to. You know after doing yeah. the work we did, and, you know we so we did some stuff like you know we did all that cadence work we did like above and below speed work, all these just things to just kind of address little outlying, you know, elements to the pedaling that are not necessarily just like, you know, pounding out interval after interval. It's there's totally different focus. Um, and it takes a while to see the benefits of that. And then really before you did this rest block, I finally turned it up and I have, I have a couple workouts that I've found are really like on the brink of impossible that are that are really good kind of just dial up vo2 max uh, work <laughs> workouts and well, and those those are the ones that really kicked your butt and you were like i can't do this i'm like dude i was so pissed off and like i was thinking of certain athletes that are that are getting those and um you know, it's funny because I have this reputation from current athletes and also from people in like online forums. They're like, damn, dude, you're you make people rest more than I want to rest. But when you make people go hard, I have to go really hard. And I don't even want to be like someone listening might be like, that's polarized training because I'm not a polarized <laughs> guy. But it is like you, people don't understand that the training has to be harder than the race a lot of times. So that when you get to the race and you see someone suffering, you're like, oh, are you getting tired on the second hard effort? That's so adorable. We're going to do like five more of these, dude. Let's go. Yeah. And well, that's why you, that's it, why you train. That's why you train. And people like want these layups all the time. And then they, then they fail the workout. And they're like, I suck. And then it's like, I'm not riding enough. And I, I'm going through that with somebody right now. We're like, we're, we're just never doing the right thing in their eyes. It's like, I don't ride enough. I don't go, this is too easy. This is too hard. And now I'm tired. And it's like, dude, just roll with the schedule a little bit and, and trust in you can't always be staring at the trees or else you're not going to get 
the value from like what the forest has to offer. Yeah. And that's really like even what Hillemeyer talked to me about years ago. He's like, dude, I've really focused on zooming out from the athlete and seeing the big brush strokes as opposed to every workout because you know, some people they just you almost don't want to give them hard workouts because they fail it. And there is, you're not supposed to fail every workout. Something's wrong or failing every workout. But, like, if you have a really challenging workout, it's because it's like a freaking bike race on a Tuesday and you just went to work and you're coming home trying to crush it. Like, it's going to be hard as ass. Yeah. You got, so, in those situations, you got to, you definitely need to make sure that you and your coach are on the same page, right? You got to, there has to be yeah. a level of trust there. Um, and, and, you know, if, you, if you're like, oh, I failed this one workout, then you got to zoom out and say, okay, I've done how many rides and workouts in the past 30 days, and I'm, I'm you know, the only missed one. So that's actually, that's, you're fine. Like, that's, that's fine. If you're missing, you know, seven, eight, nine workouts a month, there's something wrong with your recovery right. or your programming. Um, or, and like, like you're saying, look at the schedule. It's so easy, dude, even for myself to like, forget when you're like dude you just did like seven hard workouts in the past three weeks like you're tired yeah like it's time like that's why you're resting in two days like go ride your bike and then chill yeah um i think i want to jump back to what uh, one more one more thing on the polarized you know people bring stuff like that up polarized and sweet spot these kind of buzzwords in cycling and my personal opinion is that they they're designed, I mean, there's a purpose behind any intensity level. The purpose behind polarized and calling it that is simply that I think people, Siler saw people training themselves into a hole and said, how can we develop a system where that doesn't happen as often? Because people just, you know, there's the people who like to train, well, train, 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 blow themselves up. And then they can't train for a while. And then, so then they take 20 steps backwards instead of train, 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 get a little tired, take two steps backwards and then four steps forward. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of making sure your quality is really quality. I think that's the whole point of polarize. Yeah. Cause if you're, if, if it's not quality, then you're not getting You're not going to get any, enough adaptation. If you're too tired to really crush, you know, at least eight out of 10 workouts, then you're not training right. So two things in a question. That's actually what Siler says when they start talking about the zones podcast and fast talk. Siler actually says, and I put this in the polarized blog that we have posted that he's like, yeah, the reason I made that was so that people wouldn't just ride tempo and sweet spot all the time. They'd actually go easy on some days which allow them to go really freaking hard on others. And he's like, then once people understand that concept, they can move into five zones. Like riding all the zones is important because you do ride and use all the zones in a bike race. You don't just VO2 max. Um, and like the trainer road guys, they're very big on FTP. And that's, and that's obvious. They don't hide it even on one of their last podcasts. The guy, Chad, was like, you know, if you can't build your overall engine, you know, building your FTP makes the whole race easier. But yeah, you still got to touch on that VO2 max. You still got to be able to surge. You got to, 
you got to be able to do everything. And really, if you're not getting coached to be an all-around cyclist, I think you're doing something wrong because no matter whether you're a sprinter, you still need aerobic capacity. Whether you're a guy that wants to go long, you still have to surge to get over gravel hills. Like wherever you are on the spectrum, you need a little bit of everything. And that's the hard part. How do you do, how do you build everything up? And you got to do it in a process similar to like what we did for me improving VO2 max pushes out my ability to improve FTP, which improves my ability to ride at endurance for a really long time. Like this stuff is all interrelated as long as you're building it in the right way. And it kind of goes to Trevor Connor's point when we talked to him months ago, like he, he makes athletes come on for two years because he breaks down all the BS and is like, yo, we're going to build you aerobically first. And I had to do that with some people here um, locally where it was like all they did was the same group ride over and over again. And I realized in a good way that people can see if they are poor at aerobic work. Like it's a hard thing to quantify, but like go out and do some tempo or sweet spot intervals. If by the third or fourth one, your power's all over the place, you've got a problem. Like those should be totally nailable all the time. Um, so there's that. And then also, uh, I forgot what my second point was going to be, but what's your thought on the necessity for when we're talking intervals variation and kind of the same point, like working different systems? So, yeah, I mean, I, you and I are both uh, in the camp of you got to periodize just out of necessity, if nothing else. I mean, it's it's proven over and over that you know periodizing in intensity and duration is uh the most effective way to build out a training plan um and tell people quickly what you when you say periodize what do you mean by that for someone who might just be getting into training yeah so periodizing means like you don't go and do a sprint workout a vo2 max workout and a threshold workout and then four endurance rides every single week you're you're going to do a week with uh, uh, a medium amount of volume and then a week, a week with more volume and a week, a week with even more volume and then a rest week. That would be a, your most basic way to periodize based on volume. Or you could do it based on the number of intervals you're completing in a week. Um, you could add more time in zone uh, and, and kind of build week to week that way. But you're not just doing the same amount of work week to week. That's periodizing. And you're doing different things at different times of the year because it would benefit the rider more depending on what their schedule looks like. And for if you're like out there racing, you're like, all right, well, what do I, how, do, how does periodization work when I'm racing? Like you can literally look at it from, if you're racing and you have like a three week block of races, your training is more race and recovery. So like Tuesday could be your work day. Look to increase the workload on Tuesdays, like whatever you're working on, say you're doing four intervals of it, try and do five the next week, try and do six. Or as Patrick's talking about, look at your overall time and zone. Like how do you put these intervals together so that you can, get some improvement, but also that you're not roasting yourself and overtraining before your races, which is what you're training for, which uh, I see people sometimes and myself included, like I love training so much that I need to remember 
you can't always be training full throttle if you're trying to race full throttle. Yeah, remember like, remember so when I, I just, said you're that athlete that likes to do 110% every time? Who likes to skip? That's, that's exactly what we're talking about right there. So, and I also like the, I like just basic endurance on the flip side of like, you know, you, you like doing intervals and you like providing athletes with the structure. Whereas I just had a guy complaining that I supposedly didn't give him enough structure. Um, I like having a day where it says go ride endurance, you know, and there's nothing else. And that's important too. So yeah, it's if you're so listening, important. Don't think that every day, every day is not like interval banging and whatever. And, um, also, I do want to make a blog at some point of like flipping the periodization where sometimes if someone's fresh, we'll load it. We won't necessarily increase the whole block. We'll load up the front week when they're freshest to get the most quality work. And that is a whole rabbit hole that we go down of like, well, I would do that if we're going after like max squat improvement when you're the freshest and have like the most energy and then do... Um, you know, keep the intensity the same the next week, reduce the volume. Um, there's a lot of ways you can play with periodization. And again, I think a lot too is athlete dependent. Like some people by the third week, I found one guy and we just through a conversation. He's, you know, he just gets tired and that's not a bad thing. It's just him. So we're like the third week is just riding or it's a two week on one week off. Um, and and that's I mean that's why it's impossible to do a cookie cutter training plan because people just respond to intensity and workload differently and there's a lot of figuring out what each athlete does best with you know early on the art of coaching is is not dead to the world at all just because we have all these no. training tools um, there's still a lot of of that. I think so much is communication too. I mean, we've got to look at the fact of going by sensations and sometimes you have to pull the plug on a workout, just being like, this is not happening today. And there's no point in trying to flog yourself unless the point is to only get super tired. And then, and the reason you would do that is just if you're looking for pure workload, but for most cyclists, you're, you're not necessarily needing that overload because if you're only training eight to 12 hours a week, like you, you're not training 20 hours. You don't need to go have a five hour smash fest to get tired and burn kilojoules. You need to use those hours for high quality work. Is what Patrick said about 10 minutes ago, you know, focus on execution, which is so understated um you know i've got someone going through a threshold block now and i was just looking through their calendar and had put little stars in there like focus on execution on this threshold interval i don't care if you hit the average watts that are are the target i want to see that you're like pinning it the whole time um uh this might yeah we're disconnected Uh uh-oh Hello? Did we lose it? 